Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Ken Garf, located on University Parkway in Orem. Ken Garf Honda of Orem is ready to give all of our friends and neighbors a great car buying experience. So come visit our store today. Ken Garf, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson up here in our broadcast booth at the Glass Bowl. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field. And Jason Shepard back in our BYU Radio studios. First play of the fourth quarter, forthcoming, and it'll be first and goal for Toledo at the BYU 7-yard line. Toledo will be going left to right, away from us to our right, as we see it and you hear it. BYU will be coming the other way, leading it by 7 after 3, and in the Kalani Sitake era, BYU's 18-2 when leading after three quarters. It's a pretty high win rate. Of course, that may change quickly here. They may tie it up, may the Rockets, if they... uh, continue with the efficiency they've just demonstrated to this point here in the second half. First and goal, Toledo. BYU in the white jerseys, blue pants, white helmets. Toledo in the all-blue jerseys, yellow helmets. And yellow gold numerals and lettering. Greg, a great opportunity for a defining defensive moment uh, for this BYU football team for me. If they can at least hold them to a field goal first and goal from the seven, not only will that mean something big for this game and the outcome of this game, but for the season going forward, that you can come up big in big spots as a unit. Wide receivers split the formation wide, left and right. Kobach is off the right hip of Guadani. He's got an H-back, wing-back left. The pull-away from Kobach. The settle in a clean pocket. Guadani now flushed out to his left to the 10, to the 5, going for the pylon. No signal yet. Now it comes. Touchdown, Toledo. Guadani reached for the pylon, and the signal comes for the score from the 7-yard line. Guadani did it himself to the left side inside that left pylon. Only probably a few of our listeners will remember our UB the judge from last week in last week's pregame, but you mentioned how if the player goes out of bounds but is able to knock the pylon with his body, even though it might not get the ball, the goal line extends beyond the, the In that pylon, situation, yeah. And that's how Guadani was able to score for the touchdown. Sure they'll review it. They'll probably go upstairs and take a look whether or not they'll announce it. Ruling on the field is a touchdown. That ruling is under further review. So... Currently, it's a seven-yard touchdown, capping a 70-yard seven-play drive, taking 2.10 off the clock, but they'll take a look at it and confirm, if they can, with the use of the video replay official. 21-20 with a PAT pending should the score stand. We are eight seconds into quarter number three. BYU scored 20 seconds into, rather, into quarter number four. BYU scored 20 seconds into quarter number three. Now in the first minute of the fourth quarter, Toledo has scored a touchdown. Again, the second half feeling different than the first when it was a briskly moving low scoring half. This one's dragging along. More scores being made. We'll take that as long as BYU is doing some of the scoring and the Cougars do have for the moment the lead of 21-20 pending that review. Referee Eddie Shelton has the headset on on the near sideline, very near the Toledo team huddle right now, waiting for adjudication from upstairs. BYU will have a week off after today's game. The bye week next weekend, followed by a trip to Tampa. BYU in South Florida on October 12th as the Cougars look for their first ever win in the state of Florida. Cougars all-time are 0-6 in the Sunshine State. Sounds like it's time for that streak to come yes. to an end. Yes, indeed it is. BYU looking to get to 3-2 and 
halfway to bowl eligibility with a win here today. And again, you don't want to get in the uh, chicken counting business. That said, games later in the year against Idaho State, Liberty, and UMass are games in which BYU will be heavily favored. If you take care of business, well, there's your bowl game. There's your six wins, and you're playing in the postseason. If you can win those swing games, like Toledo, it puts you in great shape for that bowl bid and postseason berth. And forget one. And once you get, you know, what you consider yourself to be eligible, it's all about how special a year can you make it. Seven, eight, nine, ten wins. After review, the runner's knee was down at the one-yard line. It'll be second down and one. So second look takes points off the board. It'll go back to twenty-one to fourteen. And second and goal from the one. So still that chance, Riley, for that defense to make that stand. Yeah, and I think uh, they come out of the huddle very energized. You know, it's still one of the hallmark moments of my career. Uh, The defense in 2012 against Boise State had a goal line stand very similar to this. I'd love to see a moment like that created for this year's team. They go pistol. Kobach trailing Guadani. They motion in to tight twins right. That motion receiver comes all the way to wing left now. Snap Guadani. Gibbs to Kobach. Kobach trying to drag Trajan Peely into the end zone. Peely stands strong. The wrap-up by Trajan Peely keeps Kobach out of the end zone. It'll go to third and goal from inside the one. One play at a time, Greg. It looks like they're hurrying up here with the ball placed inside the one. Quick tempo, shotgun, and split backs. The hand clap, the give, and that's a touchdown. So third time the charm for Toledo. Kobach takes the handoff and veers right and right into the end zone. 21-20 with a PAT pending. Smart of them to go tempo into that play and then also to get an angled run rather than running straight up and down which makes for an easier tackle. They ran to the B gap or the gap between the guard and the tackle and were able to get just across the goal line for the score. PAT try forthcoming from Evan Davis. Kovacs will hold. Placement is good. Kick on its way, and the PAT is good. We're back tied up again. 21-21. That now becomes a 70-play, a 70-yard, 9-play drive over 250 off the clock. And we're square again. 21-21. This was 7-3. BYU leading at halftime. And now with 14-12 to play, it's 21 all game. We'll see what kind of Smart decisions BYU makes with its upcoming offensive series. Here's a smart decision. The UCCU 4321 Cashback Rewards Card. Giving you more cash back on the spending you do the most. UCCU, love where you bank. We can bank on a fun finish here in Toledo. Rockets looking to go to 3-1. BYU looking to go to 3-2 on the year. Greg, this confirms what we talked about in the pregame and thought kind of had an inkling coming into this game would happen, that it would be competitive. The Las Vegas line was only a two-and-a-half point, had BYU as a two-and-a-half point favorite, and sure enough, it's shaping to be a game that's going to come down to the wire. Thomas Clucky will kick it off from left to right, north to south. We had a spate of rain earlier in the game, but uh, the rain has stopped and stayed away. Dark clouds all about, but nothing too threatening at the moment. Clucky approaches. Kicks it off that fluorescent green tee to Katoa at the two-yard line. Peeney between the hashes. Steps out of two tackles outside the far hash and gets all the way out to the 27-28-yard line. Nice bit of work there by Lopini, but he was stopped a good 10 yards back of that, it would appear. Put BYU out near the 30. Tremendous effort by him. You're right, Greg. Initial contact was made somewhere around the 17-18, and he broke three tackles on his way to gain an 
10 more yards setting up the offense ahead of schedule uh, on the 28 rather than a 25 where the touchback would normally put him. Zach Wilson seeking his second career 300-yard passing game. Well, what he's seeking is the win. The yards will come. Pass for 272 so far today. Productive day. Soup is the trailback. Play fake. Step back from Wilson. Now evades pressure and takes off to his left. Decides not to slide and ends up taking a bit of a hit at the end of it. Out to the 35-yard line. Give him seven yards. Looked like Zach might be positioned to just hit the deck, but instead he uh, stopped, put on the brakes, made a couple guys miss, and got himself wrapped up at the end of it all. That was great gamesmanship. Everybody in the stadium yes. thought he was going to slide. Instead, he cut back on a couple of tacklers, was able to get three extra yards and avoid any kind of significant hit. Second and three from the BYU 35. Nice piece of work there. Pistol formation. Hifo's going to motion fly sweep. It's a flea flicker. The give to Katoa. The toss back to Wilson. Wilson doesn't have it developed for him. Steps out of a would-be sack. Comes near sideline. And again making guys miss. To the far side of the field goes Zach Wilson. Stumbles and ultimately dropped. A loss on the play. A loss of five or six for Zach at the end of all of that. It starts on flea flicker. The play doesn't develop. And then he's taken off. And trying to evade and sidestep and slalom away from defenders. And ultimately does get dropped for a loss. Setting up third down and nine. I say this tongue-in-cheek, Greg, but I think uh, the quarterback's got to do a little bit of conditioning after practice this week as he maybe ran out of gas after about 40 yards of running. So third down and nine from the BYU 29. BYU 4 of 11 on third downs. Zach on a three-step. Throws near side. He Simon makes the catch, and for the first down, it appears yes. On third and nine, a 10-yard completion to Micah Simon on the comeback. It's a long throw. It's a good throw by Zach, and a clean catch by Simon. And the Cougars move the chains on a third down and nine. As opposed to previous pass plays where the receivers had a lot of separation, not on this one. The defender was right on Simon, but an accurate ball and a good physical catch by uh, ended up in the conversion. BYU's first third and nine conversion on the year. Laulu Pututau is going to motion to Twins either side. Jaron Hall in the game. The toss right to Jaron from Zach Wilson. And a veer run to the right for five for Jaron Hall. Give him six out to the 45 of BYU. 12.05 to play here in Toledo. 21-21 the score. We talked so much about Asupa and Katoa picking up where Tyson Williams, any void left by Tyson Williams. But Jaron Hall has been used in here. That's his third carry on the day and his most productive. Pistol formation, Asupa behind Wilson in the gun. Tight end and two wide receivers left. The run goes middle to Soup on second and four. It's going to set up a third down and one. And third down and one, as we've talked about, is anything but automatic so far this year for BYU. Zach Wilson, by the way, is up to 282 passing yards. Second most ever in his BYU career. Second only to the 317 he got against a MAC team, Western Michigan. In last year's bowl game, 282 and counting. Third down and one for BYU at the 48-yard line of the Cougars. Soup runs right and out of bounds, forced out of bounds. Another third and one, BYU cannot convert. And a loss on that play as the run went right to Soup and he was forced out, lost to fourth and two. Man, it has been a struggle. BYU's under 50% on third and one this year. And that's normally at a 60, 70, 80% conversion rate, if not higher. Absolutely puzzling, Greg. The third one before this, they went empty. This time they go to the edge. Again, just kind of sitting there waiting for him to go right at, use those big hogs up front, get foot to foot, get some push, and get the conversion. Danny Jones on to punt. Danzel McKinley-Lewis to return for Toledo. 10.55 to play. 
Jones, a little rugby look to the left. Endover ends it. It'll drop inside the 15 to the 10 to the 5, inside the 5. Roll, roll, roll. It'll be the 2-yard line, the 1-yard line. BYU taps it there, deadens it on the punt by Jones. So Toledo facing a 99-yard field after this. 21-21 with 10.42 to go with the glass bowl. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 25 years. BYU not helping itself on third and short today. BYU 0 for 2 on third and 1 and on the year now. BYU 4 of 9 on third down and 1. Normally an all but automatic situation is less than that this season so far for BYU. Yet the Cougars follow that third and 1 failing with a 52-yard punt from Danny Jones, a career long, and it sets Toledo up at its own one-yard line. So now, BYU's defense a chance again to rip momentum back in the Cougars' favor in a tie game. 21-21, 10-42 to play here at the Glass Bowl, and Guadani's in the gun, four yards deep in his end zone. The H-back is the tight end, Gilliam, with the strength right. The tailback is also right, Shaquif Seymour. A motion, Devin Maddox. They give middle Seymour, and just like that, Toledo gets out of a deep and dangerous territory out to the 16-yard line, a 15-yard run on first down and 10 for Shaquif Seymour. Just right up the teeth of the defense. They tempo it and keep it tight to the right with the strength there. They give to Seymour. Seymour spinning and piecemealing his way ahead for four, maybe five yards on first and ten to the 21. So from the one to the 21 in two plays. That first play, they did a great job. They did a shift and then a fly sweep motion that got the the defense a little bit off kilter. And then that last one was just picking, like you said, picking and choosing his way for four or five yards. Three defensive linemen down for BYU. uh, Linebackers on either side, so five at the line, facing the second down and five. The give to Seymour, running right, and running right to the line to gain. Will they move the chains? I think so visually. Yep, they say move them. So another first down for Toledo. They were backed up to the one, all the way out to the 26 now in a matter of three plays. We're seeing what we saw last week against Colorado State in that their rush game picks up in the second half. Obviously not the big chunk yards of 40, 50, 70 yards, but they are having a lot more success than they were in the first half. Over 200 yards now on the game, and BYU's given up yards to everyone this year on the ground. BYU allows a lot of rush yards, and they've come late in this one. The give right to Kobach. Kobach, it, ooh, it tried to strip oh, he it, he stripped out. it. Kavika Fanua stripped it, the Cougars have it. Kavika Fanua yanked it away as Kobach was going to the ground. The Cougars have the football. That's exactly what had to happen. Kobach was tied up, and Kavika stripped him, and the Cougars recover. Rolling on the field is a fumble recovered by the defense. First down, BYU. That would be t- turnover number three for Toledo, the Kobach run. And Kavika had one thing in mind. He closed on the ball and he ripped it out of his hands. Whenever you're the second player arriving, as, as he was, there was about three defenders. Kavika did a great job as he was going to the ground trying to rip and punch at that ball, and he got it out. So earlier in the half, it's a muffed punt return, resulting in a BYU touchdown three plays later. The previous now, play of a fumble is under further review. They will look to see if Kobach had a knee down when Kavika got the ball loose. But Fanua came right to the arms of Kobach and went right for the strip. 
the tie-up and the hold-up, and then Kavika to finish it off. And the question is, will have anything, a, a knee, a backside, anything down other than hands or feet for Kobach, and they're looking at now in the review booth. But 9.27 to play in the fourth quarter in a 21-21 football game. Yeah, Greg, after that review, it looks like this might be overturned as before that ball was jarred loose. The, the question will be is when the ball comes loose in, uh, in, in Kobach's hands. Um, but it, he does get a knee on the ground, so whether they determine if he didn't have complete control or not, that'll be the question on this one. Hmm. So, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead, Greg. Go ahead, Riley. But, Mitchell, you know, we don't have the same views that the refs do, but what's important here is it was called a fumble on the field, and the views that we've seen thus far in the stadium are not clear to provide conclusive evidence to overturn it, so that could work in BYU's favor. Correct. It's all with 9.27 remaining. And a back-and-forth affair. BYU did take a 14-3 lead after trailing 3-0. Toledo with a field goal and a two-point converted touchdown. Tied the game at 14. Then back and forth we go to 21-21. Zach Wilson has passed for 282. Guadani has passed for 188. Leading rushers Seymour with 87 on 14 carries. BYU's Emmanuel Asupa has 63 on 10 carries, but both he and Katoa still averaging north of 6 yards per carry this year, uh, this day, at halftime. They reached at 7.3 yards per carry, and here nearing the end, Soup's at 6.3 and Katoa's at 6.8 yards per tote. BYU as a team has averaged 4.3 yards per rush, but the Rockets have caught up and passed BYU in yards per carry now at 4.5, so the second half a much stronger half running the football for the home team, the Toledo Rockets. BYU on the year came into today averaging 215.5 rush yards per game allowed. And the Rockets are at uh, 204 and pacing to surpass that number. So everyone's run on BYU, and you'd expect Toledo to do so. They're a strong run team. The headset's off. Here comes the call from Eddie Shelton, our referee. After review, the runner's knee was down prior to the ball coming loose. Oh. It'll be second down at the 29-yard line. So Mitch hinted at what might happen, and it happened. The call got reversed. I didn't want it to happen, Greg, but <laughs> that's uh, unfortunate. He's got just too good of an eye. Good call, Mitch. So the strip goes for not, and from Mitchell Jurgens to Mitchell Guadani, the Toledo quarterback in the gun on second down and seven from the 29 of the Rockets. A sidestep shuffle by the H-back. The pull away from the tailback. And Guadagni goes deep down the middle. It is batted away. And P.I. is called on D'Angelo Mandel. Mandel knocked it away from Devin Maddox and was over the back for P.I. I thought he did a good job. He appeared to be leaning back and over. But they call the P.I. on D'Angelo Mandel. Mandel was stride for stride. With Pass interference. Defense number 16. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down. Penalty number six against BYU. He was stride for stride with him in the coverage. You're right, Greg. As the ball got close, the, the ball was placed pretty well. Mandel felt like he had to get his hand in there. Unfortunately, a little bit too much contact with the receiver to get his hand in there to break up the pass. So 15-yard penalty. First down and 10, Toledo at the Rockets' 44-yard line. Ball near hash. They go left to right as we see it, and you hear it going away from us to our right here in quarter number four. Ball on the rail, first down and 10. Helmet high snap to Guadani. The give middle. Kyrus Tonga wraps up and lands on Shakif Seymour. That can't be a lot of fun. 
That's a four-yard gain for Seymour. Tackle by Tonga. Clock rolling under nine minutes to play. Toledo looking for the clock to be an ally. This drive began back at the Rockets' one-yard line. Second down, six. Snap, Guadani gives. Seymour middle. Stacked up, wrapped up, dropped. Third and three coming up. Third and short for Toledo. Third and short's been the trouble down for BYU. We'll see what the Rockets do with this. Third down with three yards to go. 8.30 to play. 21-21 our score. Four of 12 are the Rockets on third downs. It's their first third and three of the day. BYU defending third and three this year. Have allowed four of seven to be converted. Guadani awaits the shotgun snap. BYU shows four at the line. Three wide defensive linemen. Wide splits between those three down DLs. The clap and the snap. The give to Seymour. Seymour steps out of a Chaz Ayu tackle. Steps out of a second tackle. But tacklers three, four, and five. Make sure he goes nowhere. From third and three to no gain. Maybe a loss on the play. And now Toledo looks to punt it away. With 7.45 to play. But they got out of deep and dangerous at their own one-yard line quite quickly and easily. They got it to midfield. So a 49-yard possession now has the Rockets punting it away, looking to punt and pin with BYU's offense preparing to come back out on the field. Aleva Hifo is back to return for BYU. 7.25 to play, 21-21 our score. And the punt off a low snap comes from Thomas Clucky. Clucky, not terribly deep, but off the bounce, Hifo. He's flung back at the 10 to the 5. Stays on his feet. Keeps his balance. Comes near side. 15, 20, 25, 30. And Aleva Hifo fashions a nifty return out of not much. He was wrapped up and flung back inside his own 5-yard line. Stayed on his feet and took it well outside the 30 for BYU. Great return from Aleva and timeout on the field. 7-12 to play. 21-21. Earlier today, Hifo set up a BYU touchdown with a nice punt return. We'll see if he's done it again here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, BYU's been the quick strike scoring team today, 21-21, and BYU's three touchdowns have come on a drive of 132, a drive of 20 seconds, and a drive of 27 seconds. So three touchdowns scored in a little more than two minutes of clock time. 7-12 of clock time remaining here at the Glass Bowl. 21-21, BYU and Toledo. Cougars first down and 10 at their own 34-yard line, following a 25-yard Aleva Hifo punt return. So Aleva, with zero punt return yards coming in two today, has 70 yards of punt returns on two attempts on this afternoon. Zach Wilson on first and 10. Throws down the far sideline. It is caught by Dax Milne inside the 40 as he goes toward the sideline and out. Wilson to Milne. Zach does it again. Goes over 300 yards passing on the day with that play. It's his second career 300-yard passing game. So that was quick game turned into ta- turned into scramble drill. Uh, even though Zach sk- stayed in the pocket, Dax did a great route adjustment for the big play. 39-yard line of Toledo. BYU first and 10. Toledo shows five, bring five. Toss left soup. Soup with a stiff arm, and then he's rocked. Loss on the play. Loss of three for Emmanuel Asupa. Dadarlo Blue, who played at BYU in 2016 against the Cougs. In that Jamal Williams-Kareem Hunt showdown game. Makes the tackle there. BYU goes to second down and 13. Zach Wilson, by the way, 309 passing yards. Only the 317 against Western Michigan is a higher number since he's been a BYU Cougar. So a new regular season mark is set. And that's his second best personal mark. They go to pistol on second and 13. Soup trails Zach. 
And what do we have? Timeout Toledo, I think. Previous plays under review for targeting. Hmm. On, on, I guess, when they held soup up, right? Yeah. That's what it'd have to be. I, I didn't see. It wasn't uh, like a read option or a ride play, so no one would have hit Zach. Well, this first half, which just skipped right along at around an hour and 20 minutes, has taken much longer to play after halftime, this game, as we've had reviews, a lot more scores, and this uh, pace slowing notably as referee Eddie Shelton puts on, the, puts on the headset once again and takes a look, or hears from, the video replay official. Dax Milne, by the way, a moment ago with his second grab of the day, 27-yarder. And Zach has completed balls of 27 to Milne. 43 to Romney, 75 to Hefo, 23 to Bushman. So four separate BYU players with catches of 20 yards or longer today. That keeps in line with the trend that we saw where Colorado State was able to produce those same After plays. review, there is no targeting. Second down. But there is a second and 13 facing BYU at the 42 of Toledo. Now, Jake Oldroyd hit from 54 yards last week, if you want to think about range and putting points on the board, but he's also been benched in this game. Having missed two field goals, he didn't take any PATs after that as Skylar Southam has been the point after guy. So not sure exactly what to expect from the kick game as BYU gets close to scoring territory. Of course, I'll be fine if they make it moot to score a touchdown here. No question. Always take seven over three. Six minutes to play in a tie game. Zach Wilson shotgun. Emmanuel Asupa to his right hip on a three-step. Pressure from the left. Throws to the left. Micah Simon the catch. Not for a first down. It'll be well short. It'll be third down and six. Gain of seven on second and 13 there. Wilson to Simon. The clock ticking to 540 and rolling down. Third down, six for BYU. The Cougs on third downs today. Five for 13. There were three for 13 last week. That's eight for 26. Not a great percentage. If they ever needed one, it's now. 5.25 to go. Tie football game, 21-21. Third and six Cougs at the Toledo 35. Snap Zach. Hand off Soup. Nothing there. Nothing for a Super running between the tackles. Fourth down and six from the 35. It'll be a 52-yarder from here. And the offense stays on the field. They're going to go for it. On fourth down and six from the 35 of Toledo. Yeah, really interesting coaching decision here, Greg, because it, when you give the ball back, you give it the short field. Under five to go, 21-21. Fourth and six, Cougars. Pistol formation with Katoa as the tail, and now moves to the left hip of Zach Wilson. Tight end and two wides right, single wide left. Knee-high snap to Wilson. Looks to his right, guns it to the far side. It is incomplete intended for Shumway. BYU gives it over on downs for the second time today. Samuel Womack broke it up. Ball goes over on downs. Through low and to the outside for Shumway. Womack defended it well, and BYU turns it over on downs. They were two yards closer from where they were when Oldroyd made a field goal last week. Oldroyd's fallen out of favor today. They choose not to kick a field goal or to punt. They go for it on fourth and six and turn it over on downs and now must defend timeout on the field. 4.36 to go. 21-21. Cougs and Rockets on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to school, back to football, and back to Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Whether it's the flame-grilled meats, seafood, or the award-winning Unlimited Salad Festival, dinner at Tucano's is an experience you can't get anywhere else. 4.36 to go here at the Glass Bowl. 21-21. 
And Toledo, which hasn't attempted a pass yet in this quarter, takes over on offense at its own 35-yard line after a BYU turnover on downs. Mitchell Guadani in the gun, Kobach to his right hip. They motion Gilliam to H-back, wing-back left. Give Kobach middle. Kobach is cartwheeled after a gain of three. Brackenell, Bakri, Peyton, Wilgar with some penetration. It'll be second down and seven clock rolling. And Toledo's content to gobble up yards on the ground. They're so good at it. They're now 216 rushing yards and counting. Right around where BYU's at in yards allowed on the ground this year. BYU's giving up 215.5 per game on the ground. And now officially 217 by Toledo. Guadani Gunn, Seymour to his right hip. Twins to the right, tight end and wide receiver left. Gives Seymour, and he's, oh, nice tackle by Chaz Ayu. Chaz Ayu kept Seymour from putting that thing a good 10, 15 yards downfield because there was wide open spaces if Chaz doesn't get him, and he got him. Setting up third down and five. Down of the game now for BYU. The Cougars get a stop here. They get the ball back with a chance to take a lead and win late. 3.30 to play. Third down, five, Toledo. At the Rockets' own 40, they've not tried a pass yet in the fourth quarter. Will it come now, or will they trust that ground game? Strength to the right with a tight end and two wides. One of the wides now motions to twins either side. Guadani in the gun. They will throw on a three-step. Guadani settling, settling, taking off. To the 40, 43, 44. Got to the 45, driven back. The question is, did he make the line to gain? Needed five, and they mark him right at the line to gain but no signal on change now they signal he got it on third down and five on a takeoff Guadani moves the sticks and the clock rolls to 310 and Toledo and BYU stay tied 21-21 but Rockets driving Guadani will throw again at least set to throw that's a wobbly ball ugly so that's the true pass attempt he was looking to throw last down took off on that third down that's the first true pass attempt of the fourth quarter for the Rockets and that was a wobbler that didn't get near the intended receiver incomplete second down and 10 at the Rockets 45 Kudani's legs are going to be the key here they're going to be the difference between success on this drive or BYU success it was a bad miss throw we'll see if it costs the Rockets on this possession second down and 10 at their own 45 Kudani goes to the line Checks with his lineman, audibles, and backs up to the gun. He's got Kobach left hip. He's got the tight end, Rossi, ahead of him to the right. The give to Kobach. Kobach is ankle tackled by Kavika Fonua after a minimal gain. Third down and long. Third down and eight. So moments ago, Gudani converting on third and five. This is a third down and eight at the 47. The 47 of BY, uh, 47 of Toledo as the Rockets are 5 of 14 on third downs. Third down, eight. 2.30 to play. 21 all. Can the Cougar D get the ball back for the O right here and right now? And you'd think they get the ball back, but who knows what Coach Campbell's thinking on four down territory here. I wouldn't think that's even in play unless they get seven of the eight here. Guadani on a one-second play clock. Sets to fire and throws to the near side. Man's open for a first down. Stays in bounds. Does Bryce Mitchell inside the 35 of BYU? Bryce Mitchell was the player that made that great play on the sideline earlier in the game. He did it again here with a, con- a comeback route against D'Angelo Mandel, converting on the third down. And staying with tempo. They're back at the line. The hand clap and the snap. The give to Kobach. Kobach feels his way forward for a couple or three. And now BYU's got to look at the clock, which is 150 and rolling. 
Toledo is in scoring territory. Davis has been good from 45 and 26 today. The ball's at the 33 right now. That's a 50. His career long is 46. 130. And the clock rolling. Both teams, all their timeouts remaining. 21-21. The Rockets on second and eight. Have Guadani in the gun. Joined by the tailback, Kobach. The H-back, Rossi. Late in the play clock they go. With five on the play clock to give to Kobach. Kobach gets to the second level and has another first down for Toledo to the 20. Ball comes loose and the Cougars have it. Cougar football! The Cougars have it! They knock it loose and recover and keep hope alive! So Chesney... On the field is a fumble recovered by the defense. BYU ball, first down. So Chaz Ayu was the guy that tackled the ball carrier as he was almost kind of, it looked like as he was getting run over to the ground, he was able to get his arm up between the player and the ball and rip it out before the player's knee fell on the ground. And then once he had it between his arms, he rolled over, covered it up, and was able to flip position. Oh, I can't, That was the biggest, most clutch play of the season for this BYU defense. With 69 seconds remaining, the offense gets the ball, three timeouts remaining. We'll see what the Cougars have in mind relative to play selection. We're hoping for some UCCU smart decisions on this drive. Here's a smart decision. The UCCU 4321 cashback rewards card giving you more cashback on the spending you do the most. UCCU love where you bank. 109 to go. First and 10 Cougs off the fumble recovery. Pistol. Zach. Play fake. Looks right. Fires right and middle. Oh, it's intercepted. It's intercepted by the Rockets. Khalil Robinson to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. He's down at the 2-yard line. Really unfortunate turn of events for BYU here. He was trying to find a Levahifo sitting down in the zone between the linebacker and the safety. And he left the throw too far inside. It was way off base from Aleva and fell right into the arms of the Rockets' safety. 21-21, 56 seconds to play. And first and goal for Toledo at the BYU 2. Both teams, all timeouts remaining. Sudden turns in a matter of seconds. And I'm not sure if Kalani gave instructions to the D to allow a score here to get the ball back. I guess it will all depend on this first down play. At the very least, they're going to have a chance at a field goal to win it. And now we have timeout, Toledo. Timeout, Toledo. First time out of the half. 30 seconds in length. So think about the scenarios here. If BYU were to stay play amazing lights out defense and take timeouts and keep them to a field goal try. Toledo would have a field goal to win it right near the end of the game. If they were to score immediately, BYU is going to have about a minute left to get into position for a game tying touchdown. With all three of their timeouts. So really that's manageable. They, they let them score here. A couple ticks off the clock so they've got 50 plus seconds, three timeouts. You can go 75 yards with 50 plus seconds and three timeouts. You practice it every Thursday. Of course you've also just Stripped the ball and forced a turnover, and could you do it again here? It's about the only thing keeping BYU with a hope here is 
It'll be a chip shot field goal at the very least, even if the defense were to hold here on consecutive plays. It is first and goal from the two for Toledo. 56 seconds to go, 21-21. Guadani in the gun. He's got Seymour to his left along with an H-back to his left. That H-back motions to tight end right. And Seymour into the end zone, running right. BYU got some penetration, but Seymour stepped out of it and gets in for six. Toledo takes 27-21 lead. PAT pending, 51 seconds to play. So BYU on the day is plus two in the turnover margin, and it may not matter, barring something very late for BYU. 27-21 PAT coming up. Evan Davis to attempt to make it a seven-point game. BYU's forced three turnovers, has given it away once, but the one giveaway is the game right now. The Zach Wilson INT as the PAT is up and good. The Wilson INT just seconds after BYU got the ball on a strip by Chaz Ayu in recovery. So 28-21, PAT is good. BYU's gone from leading 14-3 to trailing 28-21. It's a 25-7 Toledo run right now. And there was a time when BYU had to have uh, felt like they had this game kind of tilting their direction. And it went the other way rather quickly. And BYU, should this game not turn out well, will rue the many times inside the 35 the Cougars got without touchdowns. And without points of any kind, multiple times in the first half. Here they go. 51 seconds to go, down 28-21. Toledo will kick off. A one-play drive from the two for Toledo. Shakif Seymour on the score. BYU's down late. Thomas Clucky will approach and send it away from left to right, north to south. Ball in the air. End over end to the end zone for a touchback. BYU first down and 10 from the 25. Well, Greg, how short of memory does Zach Wilson really have? That last throw and play, whether it was a miscommunication or, or, or just a bad throw, was the just an absolute catastrophic event uh, there to give Toledo a chance to go ahead here late in the game. But... 51 seconds, three timeouts left, and 75 yards to go. And Jaron Hall is the QB. Huh. So Jaron Hall at quarterback in the gun on first and 10. Jaron claps the hands, takes a three-step, steps out of it, throws complete to Katoa. Katoa, 25-30, 35-40, 42-yard line of BYU tackled out of bounds. No flag. No flag. Mm. He was dragged down in the Toledo team area. But the Cougars move the sticks and still 44 seconds to play. 28-21 Toledo. Why is Zach Wilson not in the game? Trying to see uh, the sideline. I don't know why he's not on the field, but Jaron Hall's the quarterback of record right now. In gun. Jaron, deep down the near side looking for Simon. It is incomplete. Simon turning while running, and it's too far for Micah. Incomplete second down and 10 from the BYU 42-yard line. Mitchell Jurgen sideline area. Zach Wilson 
Yeah, is I'm he okay? To, I'm trying to look for him on the sideline. The tent is up, but there's nobody in there. Um, I have not seen him yet here on the sideline. Jaron Hall's game right now with 38 seconds to play. Second down and 10. BYU with the Cougar 42 and a game the Cougars trail 28-21 here at Toledo. Waist high snap to Hall. Jaron pressure from his right. Throws complete to Moroni Laulu Pututau. The out to the 46-yard line of Toledo. The clock has stopped to move the chains at 32 seconds. BYU has all three timeouts remaining. Cougars needing a touchdown and driving without their starting quarterback. Jaron Hall in the gun. Emmanuel Asupa to his left. Soup leaves on a route as Hall throws high to the far side. Caught by Shumway. Reaches for the line to gain. The ball came loose when the ball hit the ground. That should move the sticks and stop the clock with 19 seconds to go. Shumway. Timeout. BYU. First charge. Timeout of the half. So the Cougs, seconds in length. With 19 seconds remaining, the Cougs take their first timeout. 28-21 Toledo leading it. And BYU driving it all the way down to the Toledo 36-yard line. BYU used last-minute dramatics to get to overtime against Tennessee in Knoxville. What do they have in store here today in Toledo? Greg, um, with an update on Zach Wilson, um, I I heard here from the sideline that he was taken to the locker room holding his right hand. So he is not on the the sideline right now, is in the locker room being evaluated. So this is Jaron's game. Mm. Tyson Williams lost for the year last week. Zach Wilson lost for maybe the rest of this game today. We shall see. He's in the locker room now. 19 seconds to go, and it's up to Jaron Hall to bring the Cougars back. Second, uh, First and 10 at the Toledo 36. Only a touchdown will do. Hall in the gun with Katoa to his right. Tight end and twins to the left, single wide right. Shotgun snap to Hall. Takes his three-step. Lines it up. He's got Romney. It's almost intercepted. Diving in front of Gunnar Romney is Chris McDonald for the pass breakup. Oh. Romney had separation. The ball wasn't led. DB makes a nice play. Almost ends it there. Second and 10. 14 seconds to go at the Toledo 36-yard line. Good job seeing Gunnar. He was just a split second late on that throw. Jaron Hall shotgun. Wilson out of the game. BYU down seven. Pocket holds for Jaron. Shuffles his feet. Lots of time. Now runs off to the left. He's got Bushman down the sidelines that keeps it himself and is knocked out at the 32. Gain of four. It'll go to third down and six for BYU, but only four seconds remain. Last play of the game coming up right here. We're going to have a Hail Mary attempt here. The big, or, or we could potentially have a lateral, but being this close, I'd imagine Hail Mary going to call a timeout. timeout. BYU, second charge timeout of the half. 30 seconds in length. So the Cougars will call their second of three timeouts, and it would appear that they'll leave a timeout on the board and on the field with only four seconds remaining. So it'll come down to one play for BYU. Toledo 28 and BYU 21. So when you're in the summer and you're practicing all kinds of rare scenarios, this is one that rarely gets practiced, but it's extremely important. Only being at the 32, most quarterbacks make the mistake of throwing this Hail Mary attempt out of the back of the end zone and not giving because they're used to throwing a 50, 55 or 60 yard throw to get the ball to the end zone on a Hail Mary. This one's so much shorter. It really takes a lot of touch to give a lot of air so that your guys have a chance at a jump ball but not too much that you throw it out the back of the end zone. Well this is BYU's eighth drive to get inside or two or inside the Toledo 35 yard line today. Okay. And of, the, of, the, of the previous times turnover on downs field goal miss touchdown field goal miss touchdown touchdown turnover on downs and now this 
And one thing to note, Greg, this is the exact same situation that Toledo was in last week against Colorado State. Came down to one final play, and Toledo stopped Colorado State on the two-yard line. So we'll see if BYU can flip that and score here. Toledo 28, BYU 21. Four seconds on the clock, a third and six from the Toledo 32. Jaron Hall, the backup quarterback, receives the chest-high snap. A three-man rush. Jaron runs off to the right, lobs it for the end zone. Shamway is there, back corner, can't make the catch ball. Out of bounds, in the end zone, game over. Toledo wins it. Zach Wilson comes out of the locker room to see the final play of the game. Injured late, was not a part of the final series. Toledo goes to 3-1. and one. BYU falls to 2-3. and three. Post-game recap next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This was a 7-3 game at halftime. BYU had the lead at the break. It was an Emmanuel Asupa touchdown run late in quarter number two. Cougs up 7-3 then. Third quarter, lots going on. Aleva Hifo, 20 seconds into the quarter, scores on a 75-yard pass from Zach Wilson. BYU made the score 14-3 at that point. Toledo would answer with a 26-yard field goal, 14-6. Then a touchdown converted by two points. Tied the score at 14, still in the third quarter. Late in the third, Aleva Hifo scores a second of the day from Zach Wilson. BYU went up 21-14, did not score in the fourth quarter as the Cougars are outscored 14-0 in the fourth. And Toledo... On the strength of a Bryant Kobach touchdown run and a Shaquif Seymour touchdown run, the last one coming in the final minute of the game, Toledo wins it by a score of 28-21. BYU should not have lost in regulation, Riley. They had the ball with under a minute to go at their own 20-25 uh, yard line after the strip by Ch- Chaz Ayu. And on the first play of the drive, Zach Wilson threw an INT that set up Toledo's final score. BYU did drive late without Zach Wilson, by the way, who left the game injured. And Jaron Hall could not connect with Talon Shumway on the final play of the game at the back right pylon. And that's how Toledo wins it by a score of 28-21. So up 14-3, things looking good. A tie even 21-21 and the ball, things looking good. And then one key play, one giveaway, the only giveaway of the day for BYU. And the Cougars fall by seven in a heartbreaker. And uh, they don't count as true turnovers, but BYU had... Uh, some uh, Two key turnovers on downs inside the 35-yard line of Toledo where no points were gained in a game you lose by seven. They'll look back on so many things, but uh, the inability to score when in scoring territory ultimately cost BYU this one. I mean, Greg, as I'm digesting this game, I'm thinking, well, of course we didn't win because we didn't deserve to win. We didn't come up on third and short. We didn't put the ball in the end zone when we got down in or near the red zone. Uh, and and uh, it was just it was such a frustrating game because the Cougars had their chances but they were relying on you know you had the one big play from Aleva at the beginning of the first half and then he provided the two the punt returns that set up our our two of our touchdown drives and that's just not how this team wins this team wins with a team effort contributing in all phases the offense was not able to you know hold up their end of the bargain today coming up short in multiple ways so uh, two missed field goals and uh, two turnovers on downs plus the late INT uh, spell BYU's doom here today as Toledo wins it by a score of 28-21. Tough way to go into uh, the bye week. You've played five games, found a way to win two of them, but a losing record heading into the bye. And again, you're just counting down that number you know, to get to postseason eligibility on those so-called swing games. And this was the first swing game for BYU. It's a game BYU loses after leading by two scores on the road. All right, so some individual and team numbers of note. 
BYU ends up with 455 yards, slightly outgaining Toledo, 455 to 448. BYU passes for 354. Zach Wilson, uh, two yards shy of his personal single-game high in passing yardage to 315. BYU ran for a buck 01, gave up 242 on the ground, and so everyone is running for big numbers against BYU. BYU struggles to stop the run uh, more than almost any other team right now in the FBS. Uh, opponents have done very well on the ground against BYU. They've run for 262, 242, 171, 187, and 242 for a second time. So BYU's not stopped the run yet uh, to any great measure against any of their opponents thus far this year. BYU on third downs, another rough day. 3 of 13 last week, 5 of 15 this week. Toledo was 6 of 15. BYU ran 70 plays to Toledo's 84. Yards per play, not a bad number for BYU. Like to win at 6.5. BYU loses at 6.5 yards per play to Toledo's 5.3. Possession time, heavy for Toledo. This is another game where BYU's big in the minus on TOP. TOP isn't everything. For a team like BYU, it's something. And they've been about minus 10 minutes more often than not in every game, 35-25 today. The turnover number is the real outlier. Normally when BYU's plus in the turnover margin, BYU's winning that football game. BYU was plus two in the turnover margin. They'd won six in a row when plus in the margin. They were 13-4 and four in the Satake era when plus in the margin. And at a plus two, BYU loses today. But that, that one giveaway for BYU was the play of the game, the Wilson INT late. Zach goes 22 of 38 for 315, two touchdowns and a pick, passer rating of 139.6. Leaves the game injured, and now the big question is, what happens to Zach over the next two weeks to get ready to play again? Emmanuel Lasupa, 12 carries for 61 and a touchdown, long of 32. Aleva Hifo had a 100-yard receiving game, five for a buck 11 and two scores, a long of 75. He also sparked BYU in the punt return game. But Aleva's big day comes in a losing effort. Mitchell Guadani, 17 for 28 for 206. Touchdown and a pick. Passer rating of 127.2. Seymour runs 19 for 96. And Kobach was 23 for 88. Both had touchdown runs. Leading receiver, Desmond Phillips, 5 for 64. And no score for him. All right, that is it. 28-21. Toledo is a winner over BYU. That is our final Cougar postgame live coming up. Then back to Toledo for more postgame coverage from the Glass Bowl here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.